What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, and I'm with my partner, Ann Kennedy, a serial entrepreneur, a global speaker, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Hi, Ann. Hi, Jillian. How are you today? Doing great. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies to launch, pivot, and thrive. You can find out more at outlinesventure.com. Today, we're going to talk about some motivation for CEOs. So it's tough being a CEO out there, right, Anne? I mean, we've done oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we've and done we it. talk to CEOs all the time, and we hear how tough it is, and especially staying motivated, you know, Absolutely. seeing it through. Right. So I figure a pick-me-up is a good idea. But motivation is not necessarily just a pick-me-up, is it? No. No. You found something interesting in Amy Wilkinson's new book. Tell us about it, Anne. Well, Amy Wilkinson's new book is called The Creator's Code, um, and it's a real in-depth look at some of the most successful uh, CEOs, companies like um, Chipotle, Dropbox, LinkedIn, and Spanx. And the um, where I found this was on a blog post at our friends over at HubSpot, uh, which I want to give a little shout-out to because we've been mm-hmm. friends for a long time. Um, they do great work. And so the... Uh, HubSpot post said that uh, throughout the book, some of the world's most successful business people recount their stories of getting their fledgling companies off the ground in the face of, you ready for this, dwindling funds and doubters. How many times have our CEOs (laughs) heard that? Wait, is there anything except dwindling funds and doubters in the early stage of startup. I mean, really, that seems to be, you know, the norm rather than the exception. What I do think is exciting is that it's becoming more of the norm rather than the exception for CEOs to acknowledge it. For so many of those early years um, in, say, you know, the 90s and the early aughts, we went from nobody talked about anything being a problem. Everything was always wonderful. They were always great, so full of self-puffery and so on. And mostly it was because it was unacceptable to say that you were having trouble. So well, this also, is, this is there cool. Were, there were uh, unacceptably high valuations there too. I remember in 1999, <laughs> somebody commenting is that if all those tech companies really um, grew at the pace that they were projected to on the valuations, they were going to increase 190 times faster than Microsoft had. You know, I mean, it was yeah. just yeah, those that were wasn't going to happen. Two times, no. Yes. But so we'll, we'll talk about valuations some other show because it's an yes. endlessly fascinating topic. 
But what I found really interesting um, was that uh, all of these CEOs had different ways of uh, commenting that despite the struggle, their hard work paid off and um, they became successful and arguably uh, household names that we recognize absolutely um, on- so- online and off. That's right, online and off. So we're going to put a link to the uh, full post from HubSpot on our Facebook page, as well as a link to Amy Wilkinson's new book called The Creator's Code. Uh, you'll find it at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Again, facebook.com slash CEO Coach podcast. Uh, We hope you stop by, hit the like button, let us know you are around, tell us what you'd like us to have on the show, uh, subjects you'd like us to discuss, and questions you'd like us to answer. So, without further ado, what does HubSpot have to say, Anne? Well, as usual, you know me, Jillian, I like to put things in buckets. So, I sort of took these 12 quotes that they had from these CEOs. And I said, what are the, what are the common elements here? And one of the first common elements I found in some of the quotes uh, was, so let's start with keeping mum, um, meaning, uh, you know, play your cards close to your vest. Uh, don't don't uh, resist the urge to tell everybody about what you're doing too soon. And uh, in so wait, that doesn't balance that doesn't balance with transparency, which is kind of the watchword of the day, right? I think there's so a way that intriguing. it can. I think there's a way that it can balance with transparency. I think it depends. You you be choosy about whom you are transparent to. And in the early days, you're transparent with your investors, with your team, um, and then as you move out and and expand your idea. Um, then uh, you can be transparent because obviously transparency is one of the watchwords of a 21st century company uh, creation. So, but I I like to uh, start with the, of Intel. Now there's a company that, uh, you know, arguably is a big success, right? Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. So former CEO Andy Grove, he said, only the paranoid survive. Interesting. Yeah, real interesting. Now, my first thought is that old joke, uh, even paranoids have enemies. Um, But (laughs) I think what he's talking about is um, maintaining your vigilance on um, several levels. Um, And one of them is maintaining your vigilance uh, with against your competition. And um, it's there's Drew Houston, who was the co-founder and CEO of Dropbox, said, if you start thinking you're good at something, that's often the day you stop trying to be better and open the back door for someone to come after you. I would say those are definitely related, and that's quite different than not being transparent. Transparency is around one's business processes and so on. It does not mean that you have to reveal your corporate secrets in terms of your secret sauce of the product that you have built. That would be inappropriate, and of course, you know, that it's not something you can do. So I do understand where both these guys are coming from. It doesn't mean lie to anybody. It means, um, or even a lie of omission. It just means watch your product and watch your back. There's always five bright guys doing what you think you're doing right behind you, and you don't even know who they are. Yeah, it's astonishing how uh, good ideas sort of spring up all over the world like mushrooms at once, um, probably some kind of conflict, con- cosmic influence. But there are good reasons to play your cards cards close to your vest in the early stages of your company. And this next quote comes from Sarah Blakely, who founded Spanx. Um, 
I personally am a great fan of Spanx for getting it, you know, slithering into some of those dresses. Um, and she pointed out that ideas are most vulnerable in their infancy. And while you might be tempted to tell all your friends and your family uh, about your great idea in detail, it's probably important to understand that out of their love and concern, they'll give you all the reasons or objections on why you shouldn't do it. And that mm-hmm. can be useful information. It can be a crucible with it in which you can test and form your, your um, idea into something better. But it also can be uh, equally disheartening and dissuade you and help, and, um, help you uh, and make you not keep your eye on the ball about what you're doing. Right. I think what she's dream. really saying is, you know, not everybody has, if you will, um, you know, a leather skin and, and a rock solid base there. And that if you are, um, you know, constantly at odds with those who are telling you you're nuts, one, it makes personal relationships tough. Um, it, uh, it makes it difficult for you, as you say, to keep your eye on the ball. But it kind of screws up the rest of your life, too. If you're busy telling people about it and they're all negative about it, you've got all this negative crap to deal with in addition to building your company. So sometimes it's not necessarily directly related to your company, but to the rest of your life. I understand that. And a lot of CEOs I've counseled have had that trouble. Sometimes their spouse doesn't believe it. Sometimes it's their parents who don't believe leave it, uh, you know, they want them to go get government jobs, I mean, whatever it is, uh, it is difficult to stand up to that, especially when you're putting all your energy into building out your idea. So Sarah's got a good point. You might want to not tell everybody about it until you're ready to launch. I think until you've got a pretty firm idea of the viability of your product and the viability of your market. Uh, with backed up with research and data and some testing um, so that all these people who really do care about you, um, you, that you have something to reassure them that you are on a good path. Yes, absolutely. So keeping, uh, how should I say, peace on the home front sometimes means we don't share this yet. All right. So we need to take a break now, Jillian, but we'll come back and uh, talk about some more quotes from successful CEOs. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. We're back with Julia Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Hi, Ann. Hi, Julian. Uh, this is fun. Okay. What's our next bucket of uh, quotes? The first time we talked about uh, keeping mum, staying on top of our own formulas and so on, making sure that others are not necessarily uh, building on what we are because, you know, we have uh, loose tongues. It also talked about uh, keeping mum and keeping folks kind of at bay a little bit while our ideas are in their very earliest stages. Uh, most folks can't see the future. If we can, well, let's build it a little bit bigger before we share the baby. All right. Now we're talking about encouraging diversity of opinion. Yeah, that was the next round of uh, uh, quotes that I thought fit into a bucket of uh, that get beyond surrounding yourself with people um, who just say yes. Um, this quote comes from David Sachs. He's the founder of Yammer, and it is useful to indulge people who don't agree and see their viewpoint or force yourself to explain things better. Yeah, I would agree. That's intriguing. Um, naysayers are often terribly useful. Now, naysayers who simply say it can't be done are not useful. That's like, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down type stuff. Everybody's always going, oh, yeah, that's dumb. No, you want thoughtful naysayers, people who say this isn't going to work because of this hurt or that should uh, be built a different way and there is a better path. Um, those folks see paths forward and that's quite different than naysayers who just say that's a dumb thing. Yeah, okay. and I, I look at it, even the people who say it's a dumb thing can make you think more. Um, you you mm-hmm. may not get any useful advice out of them, but I, I look at it as to, you know, putting your... Um, your, uh, your great idea, your baby, um, through the crucible of uh, improving it. Um, the well, negativity you know, <laughs> is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Um, there's there's a, a wonderful cartoon about, uh, was it, engineers and designers and so on, who basically say, if the engineers are saying, boy, that's dumb, why would anybody want it? It's going to be a big success. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can never tell. Um, all right. So uh, let's let's encourage or even embrace, uh, you know, folks who might be naysayers. They may have, uh, you know, this diversity of opinion um, will keep you uh, stronger. Okay. What else so goes in I've that bucket? A, I've got another one from Pierre Omidyar. I probably have not said that right. Um, the founder of eBay. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, open up to a variety of voices. He said, I try to expose myself to the kind of culture shock that occurs 
when you talk to people who speak a different language. So that's another oh. way of getting at it. And to me, when I read that, yes, we could be talking about French versus German versus English, but also we can be talking about uh, different language between, say, the language of tech and the language the rest of the world speaks. You know, it's, there are <laughs> right. many ways to look at different there languages. Are. Oh. Right. No. The language of a person who picks fruit in the field is different than the language of a person who is an engineer at a vehicle company, who is, and that's a different language than somebody who's preparing food at a fine restaurant uh, versus even someone who's preparing food at a fast food and so on and so forth. You can see people will come to issues uh, from different perspectives. And that's just where they're coming from in terms of uh, employment. Um, there are also cultural cultural and uh, religious diversities and so on. And all of that actually does play, I uh, think, a significant role into who your customer base is and how you might meet new customer bases. So I think that's really interesting. I think Pierre's on to something from eBay. I do too. And then, but in the midst of all this, indulging yourself in uh, people who don't agree with you and uh, people who speak a different language, um, it's very important to maintain your, I, I call it humanity. I'm, I'm not sure that's exactly the right word for what I'm getting at. Maybe you'll come up with a better one, Jillian. But mm-hmm. this quote comes from Alexander Asali, who is the founder of Jawbone, and it is, in the age of transparency, honesty, and generosity, even in the form of apology, ge- uh, generate, those generate goodwill. So always be mm-hmm. honest and generous, uh, which I think is a, a way important to keep in mind when you're listening to these people. That makes is that sense humanity? too. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and I think maybe Alexander is talking about something um, beyond perhaps communication inside the company, but rather also among uh, the company uh, between the company and its customers. Uh, what he's really saying is, even when you have to apologize to your com- uh, customers that something might not have worked as you had hoped. Um, the transparency, the honesty, and the generosity come into play. Uh, so, you know, if something doesn't work, own up to it. Uh, be open about it. Uh, try to be proactive, in other words. Don't wait for somebody else to complain if you know it exists. And then be generous about it. Uh, give them the fix or give them new product. Um, so that can be costly for a company, but I think all of those things kind of come into play too. I think you can look at it both ways. But maintaining your humanity in the face of diverse opinion just really covers a whole lot. Yeah, I think uh, particularly as we've used the T word again, transparency, uh, that that is a, a basic uh, tenet now for companies because of the nature of the, of the way inf- inter- information can be distributed on the web um, and received and collated and listened to by many people that say 40 years ago would not have been possible. Um, so transparency is a, an essential ingredient in, in a successful mm-hmm. company now. Um, mm-hmm. And that so generate your goodwill. Be honest. Be generous. Um, now, I think that's let, yeah, pretty exciting also. I think it, it's a major shift in how we would do business. So that's you know kind of leaning in on the side of good. I like that. <laughs> the yeah, the leaning in on the, <laughs> yep, leaning in on the side of good. So let's talk about that old, our old uh, uh, bugaboo or famous saying, fail fast. Um, I have a quote here from Reed Hoffman, the co-founder of LinkedIn, that I call um, a a call to friend failure. 
quote goes like this. If you tune it so that you have zero chance of failure, you usually also have zero chance of success. The key is to look for ways for when you get to your failure checkpoint, you know to stop. I think there is enormous wisdom in that statement. And we know LinkedIn is is highly successful. Right. But I would agree uh, personally and professionally, right? Uh, for example, if you have a an investment risk tolerance that is so low that you're quite sure you won't lose anything, you also will not uh, participate in any upswings of a market um, because that's the cost, if you will, of the security. Um, at the same time, if you do that in your business, um, if there's, again, zero chance of failure, you've only provided exactly what people will want immediately today and you're not looking at risking any capital to determine what they might want tomorrow, tomorrow will come and you will fail, right? That kind of refers back to like, a, you know, the second point we had here, which was around failure, uh, and, excuse me, around change and, and change is constant and it is changing, uh, you know, and change increases in velocity. So yeah, if you just focus on today and you only focus on what cannot fail, you're never going to make it tomorrow. Yeah, about change, I've always liked to say change is, period. Yes, that's right. Change is. So fail, fail fast, fail often. I'd say that's kind of um, a related, uh, you know, uh, quote that would go with uh, Reed Hoffman's quote. All right. So while, while we uh, accept that we're going to friend failure, an important thing is don't marry it. <laughs> okay, absolutely. So what's this quote? It says, you have to see failure as the beginning and the middle, but never entertain it as an end. And that was Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of Stella and Dot. Very interesting stuff. She's saying you can stick around for a while and you have to fail again, fail fast and fail often and so on, and it will be there But in the end, you keep your eye on the ball and you move with those products or services that are showing success. So I think that's highly related to uh, what Reed was saying from LinkedIn, right? You have to know where your checkpoint is and when to stop. That would say you'd have to know exactly how much budget and time you've got and you've got to make a hard stop. If it doesn't meet the criteria, it's got to stop. That's hard. Absolutely. I think we need to take a break now, and then I'll come back with my last and best bucket and some uh, quick recap of what these buckets are uh, for our listeners. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. Ann and I are talking about uh, motivating quotes, and they're not the kind of problem motivational stuff about, you know, keep going, folks, and uh, it's going to get better. Uh, but we've got a number of buckets here. Ann, why don't you recap for us and then give us your last great bucket? Okay. What we've been talking about are uh, quotes from various uh, CEOs of Chipotle, Under Armour, LinkedIn, uh, Dropbox, um, and Intel. And the, uh, the major points to cover are that it's important to uh, play your cards close to the vest in the beginning and stay vigilant. Uh, uh, embrace transparency when it becomes appropriate to the market or the constituencies to whom it is appropriate. Um, Meanwhile, what we're talking about embracing, embracing change and encouraging a diversity of opinion is uh, really important, but not just garden variety naysayers. Uh, use uh, the obstacles that people mention as you are developing your companies as uh, learning points, learning edges where you can move forward um, and things that you might need to think about and in the long run it will make your companies better. And friend failure, um, but don't marry it. In other words, if you have to have you have to uh, have some uh, tolerance for failure in order to get to success, but never see uh, failure as the uh, end. Never entertain it as an end. Um, you can see it in the beginning and in the middle. All right. So my final bucket is perseverance. Uh, we have a couple of great quotes. Um, this comes from Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla Motors and SpaceX. And yes, you and I, Jillian, um, have a little bit of knowledge about a Tesla having test driven one last year, which was That's fun. right. Uh, Boy, corners yeah. like it's on rails. <laughs> yep, yep. So anyway, he said if something is important enough or if you believe something is important enough, even if you are scared, you will keep going. So believe in what you're doing. That's incredibly important. And I think he's, uh, you know, gone out on a limb both with 
totally electric cars and pretty speedy ones too. And then, of course, the, the space project. Yes, I would totally agree with you. Um, and I don't know that if that's something you can hack, if you will. You know, if you believe it, you will keep going. I think that's an intriguing thing. I think maybe that's the litmus test for whether or not you're building the right product. Really, it's an uh, if-then situation as opposed to, gee, believe in it and it will happen. uh, You can't talk yourself into believing stuff you don't actually believe in. But if you have chosen the right thing to build, to sell, to whatever, to create, then you will know it by this litmus test that says, I'm terrified, but I'm going to keep going anyway. It's important enough. That's an intriguing way to look at being a CEO. And similarly, Hamdi Ulakaya, who's the founder yeah. and CEO of Chobani, um, he, he said, some days you're smiling and thinking you're going to make this thing rock. Then the next day a pipe breaks and your costs look too high. You have to learn to keep your eyes on an ultimate goal. If you lose sight of the goal, you have to get out which is very much related to what you were just saying. Yes, yes. Financial risk tolerance of, um, you know, entrepreneurs is significant and different than the general public. I agree. However, I think what maybe defines part of that financial risk tolerance is this ability to keep your eye on the goal and to ride those amazing waves. I would say it's the same, for example, with financial investors. Some folks have that capacity to ride the waves as the market gyrates through ups and downs and this and that and they just keep holding steady and others don't um and if you try to ride the waves and you don't have that risk tolerance it's going to be pretty darn tough i would agree with him if you can't keep your eye on the ultimate goal you're going to lose sight of it and you've got to get out interesting stuff all right great learnings from uh clearly uh successful companies uh brands that are uh relatively new on the horizon, but they're sticking around. I think that uh, Amy Wilkinson's new book, The Creator's Code, is definitely worth a read uh, to understand how how these various uh, CEOs started, worked through all their issues with um, communication, transparency, naysayers, how they refined their uh, products and services and brought them to market against uh, what might have seemed to be like extraordinary odds. So I think it's definitely worth a read, and we're going to put a link on the uh, Facebook page to it to get it uh, okay. get it going. So we've also been listening to Daniel Pink, who talks a lot about motivation. And I think that there's some really good quotes that he has had about how to motivate employees, but I think they also apply to motivating yourself. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Um, I think uh, the motivation, but ex- there's a difference between motivational and motivating. To motivate yourself to get off the dime and get to work and keep on working and so on is one thing, and to be, if you will, um, emotionally uh, supported is quite another. So, uh, yes, I think that these motivating uh, quotes are very valuable to anybody who wants to be a CEO, and I think that Dan Pink, who uh, talks about how you as a CEO motivate your employees to, again, continue to uh, keep their eye on the ball and to work towards it are intrinsically entwined. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here at CEO Coach. I think our top tips are 
play your cards close and stay vigilant at the very earliest stages. Um, embrace change. Encourage diversity of opinions. It'll make you stronger. Uh, don't pay too much attention to simple naysayers. That would be at almost any stage of the company. And then finally, be a friend to failure. Keep going and don't make failure your end result. So befriend it, but fail fast and fail often and then move on. That's it for Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for your support. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you were there. Tell us what you'd like to hear on CEO Coach, who you'd like us to interview, and the questions you'd like to have answered. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Jillian Music, and this is my partner, Ann Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at OutlinesVenture.com. Till next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.